0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the SO latest edition of the SOS Simmons on Sports Radio Show and Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Simmons, and one of our guests tonight is Jeff Simmons. My brother, of course, he doubles as my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and also in this uh podcast, we're gonna have Coach Mike Lewis Tyson gonna pipe in. Gentlemen, how you doing? Greetings. How you doing? (laughs) Well, it's
1: good to know I double as your brother. Yes, it's your ultra. It's your alter ego. (laughs) Well, 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 guys, that's very kind of you. Hey, but before we get started, man, I just want to tell you I've talked to uh, many, many people right before we had this last uh, pandemic lockdown, and they were telling me that they've been listening to you and that they really enjoy your show so i just want to tell you first off how proud of you i am great job and uh a lot of people you're gardening a lot of interest so um you're doing you're doing fabulous so just keep doing what you're doing and 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 just know that i'm
0: extremely proud to double as your brother because you're doing fabulous (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate that and uh like i said And, and, and and i second that I right, thank you. And like I said, the beauty of having something like this for me is that um, you know, I did this stuff in college and I'm comfortable with, you know, having open conversation because even when I talk to each of you in different moments, we have the kinds of conversations that we would be having. They're just not taped. <laughs> so
2: we <are laughs> have these conversations. Right,
0: right. <laughs> we have these conversations anyway. So I figure some of this stuff at least, the printable stuff we print, the other stuff we just, you know, do for whatever. And so uh, it's more of a conversation that's being taped rather than an interview. That's how I see it. So you guys tell me if you see it any different. Well, you're doing fabulous. Okay. Good thanks. Well, guys, here's one of the topics I want to talk to you about today. I saw a video today, and it had the, the rap guy, rap guard named Plots. Fly made a statement that I thought was absolutely apropos about the situation, about the regions and where these guys are going back to play college football, and the fact that the Pac-10 and the Big 12 shut down. What he said was this: He said it is by no coincidence that the schools in the South and the conferences in the South. <laughs> are the ones that are deciding they're going to play football. And it's of no coincidence that the Pac-12 and the Big 12, which has city, uh, uh, urban area uh, uh, audiences that are not doing So I'm going to ask Jeff first, Mike, and then I'm going to ask you. Is what Fly said, is that true? Um... I
1: think on a, on, a, on a smaller scale, yes. And let me tell you why. Um, there is a mentality in the South, and, and I'm generalizing, but um, a lot of young men use sports as their way to propel them into uh, different social, social and economical levels. So whether it's football or basketball, track and field, whatever the sport is, this, this allows these young men to um move up a station in life if you will um to whereas those that are in uh more metropolitan cities more urban cities um they don't ne- don't necessarily see it that way um i think there and there's also a big demand for football in the south right just ne- just generically um people people in the southern part of the united states they really like football and so I think that, you know, because you and I had conversations about some of the coaches in the South in terms of their attitude with respect to players.
0: Yeah. Um, And by the way, way, before this is all over, we're going to
1: get (laughs) into that. I'm just But, but, I mean, even when I listen to young people when they talk, you know, it's yes coach, no coach. And there's this sense of uh, being very polite and, and and being very uh, uh subservient mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's the wrong maybe that's the wrong word no, but just no, not be,
2: it no it isn't
1: maybe not, <laughs> not, not, not as not as challenging or confrontational or asking the questions that perhaps maybe uh, 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 kids in the north or out west or in or in the Midwest would would, would ask so um, I think that he was right in that sense because a lot of these young men are looking for the opportunities to play um, and so that kind of goes into that um, for lack of a better term uh, the head coach being this great white father you know whether it's Bobby Bowden whether it's Barry Switzer whether it's uh, you know uh, uh, um Daryl Royal at Texas, you know, Fred Akers at Texas, there's this sense of, um, you know, this guy can help me make my station in life better, mm-hmm. um, versus to where kids out here or, you know, kids, uh, uh, in a more metropolitan area may not look at it that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think those comments are, are, uh, are, are right on par with not only the social climate right now but I think the historical climate of young black men trying to rise above their station okay gotcha using using sports as that vehicle
0: yeah and those, to make sure to add a little bit of substance to that um, when we grew up as my brother will tell you when we grew up our dad basically because he played uh, he went to college on a, a football on a multi-sport scholarship he told us, he started asking us when we were in sixth, seventh grade, is this something you want to do? And if it's something you want to do, get serious about it, and make it happen. Quick. Uh, so right. What do you think about that That statement, Ply has made? How do you feel about it since you were a college athlete yourself and you coached and ran in college?
2: Uh, there's not much more to say. Jeff said it all. And I think one thing that is more prevalent uh, for them than for us is that. They, they limit themselves based on what they've seen before then. For us, we saw the J.D. Hill, we saw the Willard Helms we saw those guys. They went to school. So we saw the other part of sports and academics. So As Jeff said, their only way out, or their only way to think it out is athletic. And it's really sad because there's a nurturing when they're little, to his point of yes, sir, You know, and, 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 you know, always being very polite and, you know, being very, and I'll I'll say it, being very subservient to where they lose their voice early, okay? And as they go through high school and they go through college, they really have no voice because, again, as Jeff said, you're catering to your coach. You want to make sure the coach is happy. You want to make sure the coach, you know, that he gets the wins and that you're a part of the wins. But at the end of the day, if you don't make that, that athletic dream come true, okay, and you're not a student, then there they're like, in lies a problem. I'm not bragging, I'm gonna be blunt. Three there are three guys on this phone right now, on this call, okay, that have degrees, okay? And we knew going to college, we were gonna get degrees when we went to college, okay. I think we all aspired to do something after college, but in the meantime and in between time, we were going to get our degree. I talked to a lot of people, I've managed to a lot of people, I've posted a lot of people. That was never their mentality. Literally, it was just like I'm gonna get in, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be all I can be, I'm like the army, whatever, I'm be all I can be, and I'm gonna make it. Okay, there's not a fallback because they haven't prepared themselves to have a fallback, and that's because when you start looking at the the South and you start looking at us out here, the graduation rates are really staggering. I and going, uh, again,
0: we was geez, just about to go there. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, I just when I mentioned that we, three have degrees. Again, I'm not bragging about that. I'm not putting anybody down about that. I'm just saying we are from Stockton. Two of us are from Madison. All right. Two okay. That, that okay. was unnecessary, but I heard that. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There's a reason. No, no. There's the reason why I said that because Jeff and I walked those halls. Okay, with a lot of people. Okay, that. Didn't live up to their potential on the, on, 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 in athletics or in school. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. So I see it from that perspective. Not bragging or nothing like that. But the bottom line is, once you're given that direction, as you said, your dad gave you guys, all right, and since Coach gave that to me, and once you, you're in that direction, but what and you, you get guys have both, track,
0: what you guys have both pointed out—is something that I was going to go to anyway, and so I'm glad you both did because here's the truth. When we're talking about the union What league What, what league I and mean, in what region Of the of the country did people start Talking about a union Well exactly yeah. It started yeah. happening out here When it started yes. When the kids started confronting the Pac-12 Right Now yes. I would bet Pretty much Everything I ever have owned in my life <laughs> On the fact That that was Never happened in the SEC. They well, I did. Uh, I don't think they'd be able to get a group of kids together in the SEC unless they were following a bunch of kids from the pac up. You understand? Me? Yeah.
1: I, I, see, but the biggest thing is, is um, you know, when we talk about unionization and we talk about young people on the college level trying to have a voice for themselves. You know, even when I was in college, you know, there was conversations about, you know, should we get paid? Should we not get paid? And so um, there was always that running conversation. Well, you know, you got four years, in some cases, five years to get a free education. Well, first of all, it's not free. It ain't free because, <laughs>
0: because, because,
1: from, because from two to six every day from August until the first part of January, <laughs> we practice so they're, they're going to get their money's worth from me. Number two, um, the fact of the matter is you literally have two full-time jobs, yeah. you know, and so you have practice, you have to study, you can't stay up too late because you have practice tomorrow. You know, I used to think I would see guys bring their books and they would study, you know, on the plane. I, th- I, th- I thought, you know what, that's a good idea. That. No, I, I couldn't do that because I had to focus on what I was getting ready to do, you know, on Saturday. So I said, you know what? I'm leave my books home. I, I'll take care of that when I get back. But the biggest thing is when people talk about paying these young men or paying these young people, it's two issues. It's Title IX, which yeah. is meaning that whatever uh, the men's sports get, the women's sports get as well. But it's also about... If you pay them, the question is, are they now employees of the university? Uh-huh. If they're employees, then all rights and privileges of, of employees, that should be all the same. So now then you talk about collective bargaining or a, mem- or a memorandum of understanding, right? So that is part of a union, right? A union negotiates the conditions that they're going to work in. The employer agrees or doesn't agree and they tweak that. And they have what's called an MOU. Okay. So if you have a memorandum of understanding, an 18 year old kid tears his knee up. And so now part of that, part of uh, of getting hurt on the job is work was compensation. So, so now then, are you going to be paying an 18 or 19 year old who tears his knee up and can't play football anymore, workman's comp until? He's well in his sixties or seventies until he passes away. That's insane. So, see, that's the dirty little secret when uh, when commissioners and when university presidents don't want to talk about it is because see, if they are employees of the university, then they get all rights and privileges thereof, which means that we have to have a memorandum of understanding, which means then now that brings in a union, right? So now, then, unions and and companies they are adversarial in nature. So, see, that's the whole thing. Right. So now, when you get these young men, football makes two to three billion dollars a year, right? I mean, the Rose Bowl is so big, it's not called the 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 All State Rose Bowl. It's called. The the uh, uh uh the Rose Bowl uh, or the uh, um you don't put the corporate sponsor ahead of the Rose Bowl. That's yeah. how big, the Rose Bowl is. right? Okay, yeah. it's the USF&G Sugar Bowl or it's the uh uh you know Minute Made Orange Juice Orange Bowl, but it's the Rose Bowl presented by
0: presented by. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, Mike, exactly. you did the international track thing. And I know that that has
2: its own union as well. How did that work? Yeah. Well, okay, it's it's, it's tricky because it's the amateur athletic union, all right? And once you go pro, you don't it, all right? And it's an international sports union. Explain that. Okay? But as, a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I would think, I'd be, I bet I would, I would really think a lot of your basketball a lot of your uh soccer i think they're Ooh, all in correct. that that is on what absolutely correct i can agent. verify that that is a fact okay okay and so w- w- what happens is a lot of that stuff man to jeff's point your agent deals with that you don't deal with any of that okay unless unless there is an injury or unless there is like you know some money that you didn't get at a track meet and stuff like that an appearance fee uh or a place fee or things of that nature but once you get to to the highest level of track and field, all right Where you run, where you run international, you run for a club. In my case, I mean Aces International, and so it's kind of like it is. It's it's a business, as Jeff said. You're employed by Aces International. Um, everything is on you. You just got to get your black belt out there and run. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. I mean,
1: when Edwin Moses is getting an appearance fee, but yes. yet he's still an amateur. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> or when, or when Adidas and Puma are giving these guys mm-hmm. six figure contracts to mm-hmm. wear their stuff, and he's still an amateur. <laughs> Come on, <laughs>
2: right? And and and, you know, and that's that. Seeing that, that's the funniest thing. I I get 6 shoes, and, and Kevin knows this for life. when for A6 International Track Club, I get A6 shoes for life. Period. But, to your point, there were certain meets, all right, and, and there were big meets that they only wanted 30 people. Track and field was real tricky. I'll just I'll give you That's guys why a opinion really on bring it. bring that That's up because really I know
0: track and field got some weird rules because one of my dearest friends is Henry Rona. So, anyway, go
2: ahead. Well, you know, okay, you got to remember, in an Olympic year, an Olympic year, okay, that your favorites, no matter who they are, no matter what country they are, they run less. They run less meets than anybody. Everybody else, okay. We get stuck with wanting to make money because there is money to be made. So, what we do is we run our tails off, okay, we run like maybe three or four meets a month. Well, Edwin Moses, at Jeff's point, he runs one. Carl Lewis runs one. Arnie Glass <laughs> runs um, one. one. Uh, no, I'm just being honest. I'm going to tell you something when I'm done with this. But we, we, we're looking at making money. But when I look at the bigger picture of either the world championship or the Olympics. So, at the end of the day, you have to figure out, okay, how are you going to navigate? making money and also if you if you're good enough being be in the start andre phillips figured that out that's why he beat with moses the year i get beat Evan moses he realized i'm not running they're not going to send me all the way to germany then send me over to canada and you know fly me all over the place but i'm jet lagged then when the u.s trials come i'm done you know what i mean well he said that I'm gonna run one meet a month like
0: everybody else. I'm gonna be fresh like everybody else, and you saw the result. What what uh, the part that's sticking out the most to me is like when I look at like baseball when they were trying to come back or figure out a way to start playing baseball. Their union pretty much told Major League Baseball this is exactly what's going to happen, and if y'all don't like it, there won't be a season. And in my opinion, I, I think that Major League Baseball has not only the strongest union, but they got a union that basically holds the, the entire Major League Baseball hostage. But see, but I
1: think one of the things they have going for them is this. Uh, it's not an accident that cert, um, for example, NBC right now is doing stuff with hockey. You know, um, <laughs> yes. it's not an accident I mean ho- hockey is a is a niche market meaning right. that right. you know there's only certain kinds of folks that's going to watch hockey and and <laughs> auto racing right and you know and, and and baseball because when we were kids baseball I mean everybody played baseball I mean you I mean uh, even if you weren't any good you played baseball right <laughs> But yep. then but yep. then some of the better athletes who played baseball now started playing basketball because see baseball was kind of boring because if you got a guy who's pitching well, he's striking everybody out, okay? Or if you're playing and everybody's hitting the ball, okay? But see, baseball has <laughs> baseball has 25 guys, right? Baseball has a farm system, right? Right? So now then it's kind of designated and set up to where, okay, even though I might not be making my Trout money, but you know, if I'm making you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars, you know, playing in Double A, I'm okay with that. Right. Right. So, 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 yeah. so baseball, it, it, you know, and and it, and it has that that cachet being you know America's game, except and so forth. um And quite frankly. A lot of brothers stop playing baseball to go into what I call more action sports. Right. But baseball's smart. Baseball's like, "I know. We'll keep color in the game and we'll go to the Dominican. We'll go to Puerto yes. Rico." Right? Now yes. we'll get guys who, you know, um uh oh, you know they, they
0: stopping just Puerto Rico or the uh, Dominican. No. No so no, uh, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And see yeah. now we kill two
1: birds with one stone. Right. Right? They're colored, right? But yet they don't have an education. They really want to play the game They're so definitely. we can get them. Mm. And we can open up academies, Ooh, yeah. right? And so and so yes. now we can just keep pumping in it that way. So now we get two for one we have uh we have two minor because see remember kevin when, when dad when uh um i used to talk to him about and i couldn't understand well he looks like a brother and so that's so telling me right well jeff they just you know as they was coming to the united states you know they stopped in the dominican and they stopped in Cuba. So, uh, when they, they stopped in the americas on those slave ships so that's why you have brazilians who look African,
0: right, but speak Spanish. Like when you, you know David Ortiz huh? and David Ortiz right. looks, looks like David from Philly. <laughs> you no, know, David Ortiz looks yeah. like David Oliver over on A Street, right? I mean,
2: no,
1: I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, right? If David Ortiz does not open his mouth and you know that he's Dominican, he
0: looks like David Oliver who lives over there on A and B. Tell the truth, <laughs> no nah, man. I mean, man. When I first he, saw the guy, I he said got into my and it says how bad is David Ortiz, and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Wait, wait. he got a, but he
1: got a Jerry curl and he got gold, right? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and, if, and if he never opens his mouth, he looks like David Oliver off of A and B. Really? Tell the
0: truth. I mean, I, yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah that. yeah so now major league baseball basically uh they killed two birds with one stone yeah. in basketball now it's really zeroed in because you're only looking at 12 or 15 guys right right, right. And so now it's a little more selective in football you got anywhere between 55 and 60 guys yeah. so as, as you whittle down the numbers the union gets stronger right so when you have all of those guys in football union is kind of weak simply because hey why am i going to pay you five six seven eight million and i can draft this kid in the seventh round i can give him a couple hundred thousand and he's happy because he's playing
0: he's playing professional football right Right? and and see mike brings up something you know that that goes along with that what he just said about track too right right right. with moses i'm not running every week right (laughs) I'm, I'm running once a month. You're paying me an appearance fee, and I'm going to make that 400 Gs rather than 100 Gs four times by running four times in a month, right? And more and more importantly, Adidas giving me money to uh, uh to wear their stuff,
1: right? I'm flying first class, right? right. I mean, I'm I, 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 you, you're bringing my whole crew with me, my nutritionist, my masseuse, <laughs> right? A whole night, and, and somebody else is paying for it so so why am i gonna run four races a month right. I won one race. you give me a couple hundred thousand dollars hey and every time i need some new shoes or or, or i'm you know coming out <laughs> and now we're we gonna break it out uh in belgium oh yeah by the way you're gonna give me some money for that right
0: so mike so, is that how that works <laughs> yes <laughs> so what you're telling me is, now is that individual that okay? It's agent negotiated rather than uh union or individually negotiated, correct?
2: Okay. When when you, when you go track and field, you your agent, believe it or not, Jeff's point is working with okay a lot of those shoe companies a lot okay. of the shoe endorsements. Okay. All right. So depending depending on depending on the market in terms of the fan base, okay? they want you to come and run in Europe, they want you to run in you know, like running Australia or something like that. And they know they're gonna draw. Your name draws. You know what I'm saying? So what you want to do, what I wanted to do, I always wanted to run where Carl was. It didn't matter where he was, I wanted to run where he ran. All right. Or I wanted to run where where Abram ran. All right. Or I wanted to run, you know, where Kevin what? Young ran. I wanted to what? run with the name were. I wanted to run with a name because they got they got they got the the append uh, tree money. Okay. And half the time to Jeff's point, they didn't even run. Okay, they came they, they they were there they, they signed autographs the people were sitting around the stairs watching and half the time they knew they weren't going to run so it gave us more of a shot to get out there and run but and make some money and their you names I mean? also
0: drew big crowds especially in Europe absolutely. right absolutely
2: that, that's my point okay yes.
0: alright yes. that makes sense to me yes. well see all this seems to yes. wrap yes. itself and that's what around dollars that's what that that's what I'm getting from both dollars and that's how I'm feeling is that oh, yes. all this wraps yeah. around dollars right yeah, yes So, so yes. for the kids sake is it a worthy argument or is it a reasonable argument for them to make this decision to unionize does it benefit them to take a stand and do that under this scenario
2: uh, for me I'd say no because you're only going to do it for how long what uh, your college career and then you're done I mean, you know what I mean? So it's a it's a short term. You're looking at what four four to five years, if that, uh, depending on your draft date. Your draft date, you might get out early. So it's a hell of a gamble for somebody to take to get into a union, all right? And as Jeff said, you're looking at stuff. You're looking at retirement. You're looking at four hundred one k's. I mean, you're looking at a lot of stuff if you're unionized and you are an employee of, of the school. I don't. I say no. Yes, I say, different. You I'd say well, different. well, okay because
1: of the turnover in, in college football um how are you going to sustain the union meaning that once i leave i go to the National football league mm-hmm. or i don't get drafted or i'm no longer at that university how do you how do you do you do you keep your status as a member do you lose your status as a member um uh, again let, let, let's say you play five years out of place you come out relatively unscathed you move on you know whether you you do play at the next level or you don't okay so is that union representation only there for a short period of time based on your 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 the the, the numbers of in your career and again how do you how do you make how do you make this uh how do you how, how do you centralize this? so the guy who's the president or let's say you have a board and all these guys are graduating seniors how do you how do you uh replenish your board how do you vote how do you um um what uh you know do you do you is our is our contract ratified uh is a year to year you know is it every four i mean so is it every four years, is it every five years. So those are things that certainly from a union standpoint have to be worked out. Okay. But I'm certainly uh, I'm for anything that allows these young men to maximize uh, their level of participation. So case in point, what they're now doing is saying that, OK, you can profit off your likeness and et cetera, so forth. Okay. I
0: was about to get to that. <laughs> so
1: let so so under the uh, under under these new rules it would zion there would there would have been no reason for zion to go early right right because zion could have made a whole lot of money from nike or from you know some local merchant there in uh, uh at duke etc right anybody.
0: i mean right. Anyway. So, yeah, see, I, so, let, let, so let me it, throw this in real quick let me throw okay. this in real quick with that. Zion had a social media presence of 3 million people on Instagram and 3 million people on Twitter. Yeah. So he had his own self-built audience. Right. Which he could get paid for right off the bat because somebody, anything he does or tweets or whatever is going out to 3 million people and you know that. Okay. So so then, so then if Marcus Allen gets all that when we're in college and if
1: if I don't and if I don't have a business mind like that, so then I'm I'm out of luck. But the other side of that coin is no, because now I may not make as much money as Marcus Allen, but make but rest assured, I'm gonna get paid. <laughs> and mean? I'm gonna get and I'm gonna get paid simply because I'm gonna find a venue. But what about the guy? who, you know, is, is is uh, he's an obscure individual that no one knows of. I so have an answer for that, I have an answer for that. So is that
0: fair, or? Wait wait wait. wait, wait, wait. Okay, first off, I look at it this way. The fairness part, I'm not so sure if that comes into play. And the reason why I say that is, if you want to get paid like Marcus Allen, then I suggest should be as good as Marcus Allen. <laughs> no. no? <laughs> the okay. other way I look at that too is the school itself has sponsors that pay money to the school right so for that they can have the athletes do stuff like do clinics sure supermarket openings stuff community based stuff and pay them to do that that's not going to be what Marcus get but at the same time these are things like, for example, you have a girl who's, a, who's on the swim team. Right. Who's an Olympian. Say she goes to Cal. I'll bet you her and her agent can get a whole bunch of stuff where she can get paid. Outside the pool.
1: But is that fair to the other young lady who swims who may not be of Olympic standard? Or the or-
0: well, here, here would be my response to that. <laughs> be as good as whoever it is that's getting paid and then you can talk to (laughs) me. I I mean, that's just how I'm I'm feeling on it. Okay. But but the bigger issue to me is is that the NCAA gets sponsorships from everybody. I saw the tournament. The last time I watched the tournament, they acted and I saw this and I I almost threw up. It was so disgusting. They had the guys that were up there cutting down the nets for the championship. They made a segment of that called the net ceremony, based on a ladder, it was sponsored by a ladder. Right. Absolutely, and they're showing and they're yeah, showing the company name to start to start while they're cutting it down. Absolutely. Are, Absolutely, are you kidding me? Absolutely, I mean that was the most blatant advertising I've ever seen in my life the, the next ceremony sponsored by blah 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 ladder. it's like wait <laughs> come on man <laughs> I mean could you at least be subtle with it rather than smack them upside the forehead with the fact that you're promoting this ladder it's a ceremony it was a ceremony <laughs> but my point is is that if you can do that then you can also you have corporate sponsors that can do things to even help the average guy like if right. I work cougar cage camp for George, I got paid for that.
2: Okay, and, and but Mike said
0: already told us. Track, if you at I I well, Mike told us, but I can tell you from personal experience. I went to school with some world-class international track stars. Okay. Henry, in fact, wasn't Henry with A6, Mike? Henry with Rono, A- wasn't he with A6?
2: Henry Rono's been with everybody, but yeah, most of the time it's A6. <laughs> No, I, I no, honestly, honestly, honestly. Henry Jeffrey was driving around in a
0: Benzo while in college. And I'm not talking about an old school one. I'm talking about a Mercedes Benz that he bought new. <laughs> I'm not mad. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not mad, but I'm confused as to how he's getting away with that.
2: <laughs> but you, but you, but you, but you got to remember, I, I'll say this as well, as an amateur in track and, and field, you can't get paid. And that's All my right, point. Mean, that's my
0: point. You can't get paid. That is what I'm saying. The the very best in track and field got their money, and yet there were, there were other people on campus that did it. So if you want to okay. make that kind of money, I suggest you get
2: as good as they are. Okay, okay. okay. Well, you, but but that, that's not the, that's not, but see again, when, when I say, when I say guys did that, all right, and, and made money, all right? A lot of those guys were, they were world-class right. before they went to school, all right? They didn't go to school and they were world-class. Their name, Rono's name was was Ron- before Ron- he got Ron- to Washington Ron- State. Ron- Ron- held the world
0: record before he left Washington
2: State University. Okay, but Rono had a name before James he got to correct. Washington State University. Okay, so I mean, he, he was, he was a, and he had a world <laughs> name, not a Washington <laughs> name, oh, he had a world okay. name. Okay, nobody argues about that, Jeff, right?
1: Okay, but see, but now we start getting into, okay. Okay. Charlie White is going to make more money than Jeff Simmons because Charlie White is the starting tailback at Southern California. Right? Okay. Yeah. So Marcus Allen is going to make more money than Jeff Simmons because he's the starting tailback at Southern California. Okay. Yes. Wow. I'm not going to, they're not going to throw me the ball 40 times. No, uh, no. So I'm gonna have to make hay while the sunshine. I'm gonna have to do my level best to try to make a name for myself, right? So, and so your point about you know be just as good. I may be just as good, but I'm not gonna get that many opportunities. Okay. So now that the question is, because see, as we as we can all testify that you know when you're recruiting a young person. And if you got skin in that game, you know, that particularly, uh, you know, if I'm a wide receiver, the guy who is recruiting me is the offensive coordinator. He wants me to do well because then that shows he's a good recruiter, right? right. And right. so now, and so Correct. now, in, you know, uh, uh, he recruited me, I'm doing well, etc. But the fact is clear. There's going to be some inequities based on who the young person is, and more importantly, it's based on the opportunities that the young person gets, right? And so that that that's not equitable, you know, because you and I can talk about all the time. Ain't no such thing as fair. Fair is that thing out there on every <laughs> Way and, uh, 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 and, and 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 Dr. King Boulevard. See, that's fair. <laughs> Judge
2: and that ain't no okay way.
1: but but they just all out there and cool the gang you know comes out there and right i mean you uh, fair is a place ain't no such thing as fair but i like i like to use the term equitable okay right? okay and so so from a so certainly from an equitable standpoint i don't know if that's possible now. You know, um, okay, so in this scenario, if Marcus makes seventy five, a hundred thousand dollars, and I make twenty-five, I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> at, 22, <laughs> at twenty-two years
0: old, I'm making twenty-five thousand dollars coming out of college. I'm good with that. So Mike, right. when you're a track guy, you you guys dealt with that directly, right? Yes. So, if you want to say, if you go to University of Houston and you go to school with Carl Lewis, Carl going to drive up to school
2: in a brand new 300ZX, right? <laughs> and you're <Yes>. not. <laughs> I'm going to drive up in a Toyota with no help caps. <laughs> so, that's the point that I'm
0: making. Is that it ends up becoming that kind of thing.
2: Now, but but to Jeff's point, in track and field is a little different, okay? Because remember, you can always be an amateur, you can always run unattached, and we can we could travel, we can go overseas, even in college, and not be penalized for that, okay? What we had to do is make sure we we had we had a 16 meet season, 16 meets, okay? So what you would do is you would pick and choose the meets. You can ask me, you make some money, you right. do that. A lot of athletes did that. Have- in that way in certain countries, where they wanted you back. Okay, your agent would tell you, hey man, uh you ran good in Brussels. They want you back. Oh, really? You know what I mean? And so you start you start getting a name for yourself, you start, you know, making your own way. You're not gonna make a gazillion like Carl and, and, and Edwin and everybody else. But to Jeff's point, you're gonna make a good handsome ransom <laughs> that you will be okay with.
0: Period. So Jeff, you've so you, been being honest. You see what I'm saying, Jeff? Okay, so but okay, your your ultimate solution is would we'll be as good as gold. I get it. that is what I'm saying. That is a fifty-one <laughs> percent. Yeah. But yeah. To, but to take the the counter argument, that's
1: what many people are going to say, and they're going to say that it's not equitable. Okay, and so when you have a person who's not playing or doesn't have those same kind of opportunities, versus someone. Who does so then basically the coaches now are the individuals doling out those opportunities whether it's based on potential whether it's based on actual performance etc i have no issue because see and again kev you and i have talked about this young man you know you and i are roommates and we've now come up with a you know with a program that rivals apple or rivals google and one of those companies start bidding, they start bidding on us and our services. Right? Cool. So, you know, I put a number out there, they come back with a number, and we go, damn, okay, that's good. But now we're both college sophomores, we just got paid $50 million, we give them all <laughs> our of the intellectual property.
0: Is that not why we went to college? That's exactly why we went to college, it was either find okay. a good job or figure out a way to get paid. Okay,
1: so now- Here.
0: But so now that,
1: so now that I'm an athlete and so now you want to stifle that same level of creativity based on my athletic prowess yep. this is my intellectual prowess yep And see to me see that's where the contradiction lies is that you know you go to college you know uh, as Mike alluded to earlier, you know to put yourself in a position to now to be able to um, educate you. Not be able to put yourself in a position that um, affords you opportunities after you can play and so well, to me that's what it's about so if, if, if so if part of your part of your endeavors are you know running track playing football or whatever it is i'm
0: not mad at that <laughs> Well, see, I look at it from the perspective of I'm seeing an amateur sport where a college coach is making $11 million. So I'm seeing a college sport where there's no limit to a coach being able to make millions of dollars. I'm seeing coaches, do sponsors, they come doing commercials. They, they're not, and they also, and the part that really bugs me, a coach can get up and leave, in the middle of the contest. Yes. And nobody says anything about that, but a kid wants to transfer because he's not playing, and that's a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And so those kinds of things, I think, need to be unionized because there should be a basic set of rules looking out for the kids being able to look out for themselves and set the conditions in which they're going to work That's what I'm... And... I think sometimes what gets lost in the sauce is, is that the issue of a union isn't just about pay. It's about equitable treatment. Like for example, somebody like myself, I got injured playing college ball. And I lived with it and, and dealt with it all of this time. And then once I reached a certain age, that particular injury now has reached a point to where I'm on grudges. Yeah. And if I go back yeah. to talk to the school about talking about helping to pay for any of it, they're looking at me like I, no, <laughs> no. And so there needs to be some sort of uh, protection for these kids because if you leave it up to the schools to protect these kids, they're not going to do it. That's that's my
2: opinion. I, I I believe that they they would their out would be this. Uh, they would want to put something in a, in, a, in the scholarship in terms of an injury, okay? Some kind of injury clause. Because when we're looking at, at unionizing, I don't see them doing it. I, I just don't see them doing so it. So you're saying you know I mean? an and injury buyout is what you're saying? Something, something where if something happens to you and it's career ending, okay? Or career threatening, that they're gonna pay for it because it happened for, while you were there.
1: Well, but again, if, if that's five kids, seven kids, 10 kids, <laughs> 20 kids, and about the various sports in which they fund, we're talking billions of dollars. So yeah. On the same yeah, average, yeah. there's 20 kids in a particular academic year who get hurt to the point they can't participate. And now uh, uh, it's disabling, right? And yeah. You have, yeah, You have that for thirty years. You have that for forty years. You have—I mean—that's a lot of money to be paying out.
0: So well, but see, here's the thing that also goes in addition to what you're saying. In my case, I—I I, I actually played through it, <laughs> and so the issues didn't come until way later. So right. when you come to them and say, "This is where this happened," They're like, yeah, that was 30, 40 years ago. Right. What did you do since then that could have exacerbated this? Absolutely. And why in the world am I having to pay for that? Right. (laughs) Why am I still paying for Correct. Correct. But see, see, that's been my issue.
1: That's been my issue with the National Football League. I get stuff off. There you go. There you go. You know, and, and when I was working at the sheriff's office, Amalu and I used to argue about this all the time. You know, uh, and he let, used to let tease... Use,
0: let my listeners and, in on what Dr. O'Malley used to talk about. Well,
1: he used to say things like, you know, uh, you, you Americans are crazy. You know, why would you play a game to where you're going to smash into each other like this? He goes, this that's insane. He goes, that's a car wreck on every play. And so, <laughs> And so, basically... Like I told them, I said, you know, I understood that when when I was twelve years old, when I started playing, I understood that, you know, I may have some lingering, resi- you know, um, issues with respect to playing this game. I understood that. Um, and me and Michael Merriweather have had a lot of conversations about, uh, you know, uh, whether or not I should get involved, you know, the concussion suit and all that, because see. You never know when you got hurt, right? Was it, what happened to Pop Warner when I played for the Bengals? Did it happen in high school at Edison? Did it happen at Southern California? Did it happen with the Rams? Did it happen in the United States Football League with the Express? Did it happen with the Raiders? You know, with, with so
0: who who is the negligent party? And stuff? like, wow. See, and, and so- you bring up such a great point because I don't know if you ever listened to my podcast I did with George Viscan, but oh my Uh God. Right, right. George broke it down and I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) ooh. Because Jeffrey, he's been dealing with that ever since from that day. Right. Wow. And he finally got his money this year, three months ago.
2: But he had to go
0: through
1: almost 35 years Of, <laughs> right, and see what? Wow. And see, the National Football League's got long money,
2: right? right?
1: Right. So, so when you watch a game on the NFL Network, every other commercial is talking about what head injuries, right? It's talking about you know how they have these people who who have who are doing grant research and et cetera, so forth. Simply because. The same way you have mothers against drunk driving, you have mothers against playing contact football.
0: Wow, wow.
1: And, and think about that. But seriously, think about that for a minute.
0: That's you know, where, there we are
1: where we're at, huh? Women in our country, uh, 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 and, and I'm sure men as well, but it's, it's the same principle in that, I don't want my child playing this sport because I don't want him hurt. And so wow. when you put it on the same level as Mothers Against Drunk Driving. (laughs) Same concerns in that I don't want to contribute
0: to long-term injury. Now, let let me run this one by Mike. Mike, your godson is Brandon Cooks. And I heard him the other day speak on the concerns that people had about his concussion and his concussion protocol. Now i know you talk to him at least once or twice a week what are your feelings about that and what he's going through in terms of developing a reputation of a guy who gets
2: concussion well you know uh to be honest he's had two not six Okay, now, now, but i bottom- have to tell you that this the number six has been
0: going around for a minute you know that right
2: Correct, That's correct. He's okay, well he's at a, he's, he's, you're saying two, and I'm gonna believe that, but I'm just he, telling you what people are saying. He's at two and then he's also had upper shoulder and neck and like a little neck stinger. And so for whatever reason, it classified that as a concussion. Okay. But to the point to the point of concussion itself, he is he said like he said, and Jeff said, it is a wreck every time you're in the field, whether you block, whether you get tackled, or just 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 how you land or how you're hit, you know what I mean? So if you notice the last couple of years, he's really trying to tuck and roll himself to kind of absorb the hit or take the hit. If he cannot run him, he knows the hit's coming, he's going (laughs) to fold up. And he was telling me that NFL teaches that. Now, Jeff can speak better to that than I can, but he was going to teach himself to kind of ball up to take the hit if they know what's coming. Jeff.
0: You know what I mean? ah. Do the words back and booty mean anything? Well,
1: okay, (laughs) but see, but... (laughs) and in the days in which I played he wasn't rolling up I mean you know but 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 that that's a change in mindset I mean you make that point I that's exactly what Raymond Chester used to say used to tell me when we went to JD's clinic or at Edison when we were kids he used to tell him give them back in booty right I mean if you give them your back and, and the fleshy part of your posterior when they're trying to hit you that does not hurt as much as you know a facial shot. But the fact is on every on any given play, these are mini train wrecks. These are many car wrecks. And you yeah, have yeah. and you have men 250, 260, 280 pounds, 300 pounds, you know, running 4'4, 4'3, I mean, a guy at 320 pounds running 4940s? Flying. I mean, think about that, and I mean, <laughs> yes, the, the, those those are many car wrecks, and so it you know, in our time, if you know you got hit pretty good, they tell you shake it off and go play. You, you weren't seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey I, hey, I got my bell rung. Well, shake it off. Let's go. Get the smelling salt yeah. out. But I think now um, people are starting to understand. Uh, well, brain injury is nothing to play around with. But again, to bring this all the way back around, in terms of these, young people, that's the issue. The issue is that colleges do not want to spend money on the individuals plane. Wow. Um, the the university professors don't want to do that. You know, the commissioners don't want to do that. And so, whether it's through the pandemic or whether it's just through doing the right thing, because as far as I'm concerned, until these numbers start going down, until they can find reasonable and tangible ways to allow these guys to play and, and the risk is lower, I say don't play. I agree. You know, all right, don't play. Um, I, I, I agree, period. Because again, you let a young man play, and let's say that, you know, he, he he's not diagnosed with COVID, he's asymptomatic, but again, four years from now, eight years from now, 10 years from now, where he has lung issues, he has respiratory issues, he has yeah. heart issues. You heard, about, if the it's you heard German,
0: about the kid that played the same right, right, so then, has, so now who's responding? He has myocarditis. Who's that? The kid was a pitcher for the Louis, uh, not Louis, but for the Boston Red Sox. Uh huh. This, yes. kid, this yes. kid was diagnosed with COVID about three months ago. He had to take this season off because they diagnosed him now with myocarditis, which means he has inflammation, permanent inflammation in the heart. Right. So they shut him down. He may not play again, Jeff. Right. Now when we now, all let talk we've been talking, this is where the union's about to come into play.
1: Now, this is a person who makes who makes his living on, on playing as this sport. Yep, yep. Now let's back that up and now let's talk about young men who are in college. Yep. Who aren't making a living. That's so now they're do you want to put that young man in jeopardy? Do you, all all, all for the possibility of him being able to go to the next level? But do, do you, you want, want to put... Okay, well, man?
0: let's be honest. That ain't the only reason why they want the kid out there. Of course. They want the kid out there of course because they. the SEC and the NCAA make $3 billion off of the... Thank you. Football. Thank you. So let's yeah. just be we know that. So, look, I mean, we're looking at it from the perspective of the kid and saying the kid wants an opportunity to play, play well, maybe get a shot at the national football team. That's obvious. Right. But they're being asked to take this risk by people they trust. Right. So that these people and other people can get paid and they don't. Now, that's can't go
2: here I have it to can't go. I think we
1: all do. Yeah, because see again, sometimes you have to protect people from themselves. Right. right. And you know, and 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 I can certainly understand a young man wanting to play. I mean, you know, um like I say, I've I've had my share of concussions, you know, but I won't play. You know that adrenaline's pumping, things are happening, I won't play. But if we can, if we if 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 personal safety, integrity of the game, uh, the long-term physical well-being of these young
0: men don't play. Full stop. Mike, as a coach and a father, right now, would you look this up, what? No. Just that simple? No, no nuance? Just no.
2: Well, you know, no, and 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 I'll get back on Brandon for a hot second. I even told him we said that he's about to be a dad. You right. know what I mean? My daughter-in-law is expecting their first child, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, you're going to Texas, okay? Which is one of the hottest spots in America, yeah. okay? So I don't care if you're indoors, underground. I don't. I don't care where you are, okay? You're still susceptible to that. You know what I mean? So we've had a talk to where I'm like, "Are you sure you want to do it? Because the guy's out and out." okay you can literally opt out and you're not gonna lose your money you know what i mean depending on who you are let me take that back who you are <laughs> so you have the option of, of, of opting out you know what i mean and and a lot of guys like him okay have been asked a lot of you guys aren't just opting out they've been asked you know i saying so oh, i'm just not gonna play they're, 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 hey the whole team and Jeff Moses 12, well the whole team gonna ask okay what do you think Simmons uh what do you think Tyson what do you think and we uh based on whatever we're not gonna do it so that's when you opt out I've asked him about what do you think about doing it? He thinks, okay? He's trusting protection. Uh, he's trusting the right. doctor. He's trusting, he's trusting, you know, the protocol of, of doing what they tell him, everything that they tell him, you know what I mean? And he wants, he wants to see what happens. I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? And so again, when you asked him, what do you think I should do? Okay, Godfather, father, any whatever. I'm like, I wouldn't play. So I did tell him that, I wouldn't have okay.
0: Jeff, what would you say? Yeah.
1: Well, you know that your nephews are
2: hard-headed. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I do um,
1: But you know my my advice to it would be don't play, you know, because it's just the 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 long-term risk do not outweigh the short-term satisfaction. You know, I uh, believe me. I you know all the things that the Lord has blessed me with have come through sports. Make no mistake about that.
0: Yeah,
1: but um, I can't. I could not, in good conscience, allow one of my sons to play simply because it's not worth your health right now. It's just not worth it. Right. Because there are too many uh, questions. There, there are too many unanswered questions, and I just would not want to see a child of mine subject okay. his or herself to um, uh, any kind of situation that could long-term affect them. Okay. So my advice would be, son, don't play. Daughter, don't play. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. I and to put a, top, put a cherry on top of this, I'll, you guys know me well enough to know. If there's anything that's gonna affect my children, or possibly harm my children, my answer is freaking no. And it's not really debatable and it's not no nuance. And yeah, I did some stupid stuff and played what I shouldn't have, but I'm just telling you how I'm feeling and the answer would be no. And absolutely. And under the circumstances, I get where the young men and young women are coming from because, you know, your instinct is to play. I get it. I get that. But at the same time, I'm looking at this and the fact that we know literally nothing about it and other people and what galls me is other people are actually gonna make money off of you doing yeah. it and you're yeah. taking the risk. And yeah. there's no safety net for what could happen to you. That's Absolutely. my problem.
1: <laughs> but see, but again, see, but it goes back to university presidents and and conference commissioners. Because see, if one of these kids get hurt, yeah. If they have long-term ramifications based on this virus, then now I'm coming back to that university president, and I'm going to now we're talking litigation. And and you know I like to use that term. those one through fifteen. Yeah. So, I'm suing. I'm suing the Pac-10. I'm suing. I'm suing the college. I'm suing the. Like I say. Uh, uh, the Pac-10 conference and those 1 through
0: 15. That covers anybody with deep pockets. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why I think that the the schools like the Big Ten and the Pac-12 made that decision because they know that there are parents out there that are thinking exactly the way you are. (laughs) They know that. Because I saw uh, HBO Real Sports with Brian Gumbo and they were talking to uh, I can't think of his name. He was a former offensive lineman, played for Miami. His two sons, one played at Stanford, the other one plays at Michigan. It, both of them are lawyers. Okay. They were the ones that first explained publicly that these kids were signing waivers to go play college football. Right. Signing waivers, eliminating the college's liability, period. No. Thanks, thank Mike. No. Just no. I wouldn't do that. Okay, but why did you sign a waiver? You're signing a waiver because you're basically giving away your opportunity. That's what you're doing.
1: Basically, what you're saying is I'm going to hold you, the powers that be, the university, no harm. Yeah. And see... That's just not feasible to me. No, I, I, no. I, I be, be, uh, no. And again, and again, to ask them to sign
0: a waiver, to me says a lot about what these people already know. It tells me that they know that, that it's dangerous. That's what it tells me. Then there it is. There. So that's how I'm feeling about. That. But I think it. I think it speaks for itself. That's what gets said. <laughs> It's the fact that you're even doing it, the fact that you're asking me to sign a waiver is pretty much yep. saying, you know there's a problem,
2: you just don't want to be held accountable. But you that's know, pretty that's much what right? I'm, 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 I'm saying. Gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go all the way back to, to the beginning of this whole thing when, when Jeff was speaking up, when you were asked the question about the South versus out here in terms of the, the kids looking for an out. We gotta remember, there are a lot of a lot of us who are fortunate enough to have both parents and have a different kind of environment than they have in the South, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I think that when you start looking at that, there's a certain desperation that we never had. You know what I mean? Okay, that we... Said, uh, that's what Jeff said. Yeah, we, we just didn't. And, and, and when you brought up that about signing waivers, I'm like, geez, I mean, like, <laughs> they're not signing a waiver in the South, but they're verbally signing a waiver. You know what I mean? Hey, there you go. There yeah, you go. It's the same thing. It's just that like they are not signing it, but the minute you get out there and do it, okay, it's like you committed it. So, man, it's, man.
0: Well guys, I tell you, um that's the first time this is the first time I've done a multiple guest spot at the same time and I'll tell you what man, this I this is fire. I, I really enjoyed doing this. Um and we and we need to, we got to do more of it and especially on a on subject like this because we have experience with it and we also have children and we've also participated and these are all things that that a lot of parents and a lot of people who would be listeners don't get the opportunity to know or wouldn't understand. So I thank the both of you for coming on and breaking this, this stuff down because it's going to help somebody. And so I appreciate you gentlemen for doing that uh, and coming on. So thanks, brothers. I appreciate this very much. Um,
1: and... Uh, well, before... Again, man, before you sign off, man, uh, you're doing a fantastic job. You really are. You know, and... Um, and and as you indicate, you know, hopefully this will help somebody, but for no other reason, I like talking to you. So you know what, <laughs> um, you're doing fabulous, man. Right, and uh, man. just just keep doing what you're doing. And I'm telling you, hopefully, like I say, this will help somebody, or for no other reason, it's like we're in the barbershop chopping it up. Thank so you. I appreciate you.
2: And can we, right, we get something out of it. So I'm, I'm good. Thanks, man. I
0: appreciate the both of you guys, man. And folks. That's a segment, full segment edition of the Simigard Sports Radio Show and Podcast. Please listen on our on our uh, app on Spotify or on the Anchor app. And uh, that SOS Simigard Sports broadcast with the roundtable with Jeff Simmons and Mike Tyson. And we are signing out. Holla at your boy. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> All right, guys.
2: Take it easy. Bye bye. All right.